Tom Hanjack told Andrew he's got one in Brisbane today. He's not going to get away with just one. Yeah. From Macbeth, how are you, Tom? Yeah, good, thanks, Steve. How are you? Good. When I say that, I want to get your thoughts in the Cox Plate. Yeah, my, I just thought today was, when I told him I only had one, it's because I thought it was a very difficult day at German. Um, it's going to be, obviously, there's been a bit of rain overnight and we haven't raced there for a while. And typically speaking, when you get a dry and track at German, it can be hard to make ground, especially later in the day. But, yeah, for not racing there for so long, it'll be interesting. But um, the Cox Plate, uh, obviously, you got to forget that Romantic Warrior kind of, Forgive it for its first up run, but whether it can improve enough to to find its best again, that's another question. I'll probably be having something on Mr. Brightside, I think. Really? You think he'll um, run the trip? Yeah, I think he was he wasn't too bad in last year's um was it last year's Cox Plate? On the way. Yeah, he wasn't too I think I think he was I think he I think he'll run it out. I thought his form this preparation's been very good and you're just gonna forget the runway went around in Sydney, kind of had a month between runs. The track was very firm there at Randwick on Everest Day. Um, they even gave him a jump out prior to that um, prior to that run, and it wasn't too convincing. So I think they just had a little bit of a hiccup or something like that um, before the King George, so or King Charles, which whatever it's called. So I think he'll be back to his best there today, Mr. Brightside, so I'll be having something small on it. Okay, well, as you mentioned, Cox Plate last year, he was only beaten 2.6 there behind Enemo, ran seventh, and, of course, his other 2,000-metre run was just prior to that when he ran fourth to Enemo, and I'm um, thunderstruck from, from back that day, and he was beaten about two. Yeah, that's the other thing. Those two runs is kind of getting back, and, like, we're seeing this preparation. He's, I think he's definitely gone to another level, this preparation. He can settle a lot handier from the gate. Yeah, that was the thing with Fangirl last start, running away from Mr. Brightside. She actually, she missed it a little. She wasn't too bad out of the gates, but she was able to actually posse in a great spot for her and be yeah, in striking position. Yeah, the race was just perfectly set up there for Fangirl. Um, it was just like on her home deck, real dry, um, inside gate with J-Mac. And she was winning that race a long way from home. But I thought Brightside, although... You could tell he wasn't going to win. He still um, knuckled down and he didn't shirk the task. He wasn't at his best, but I think he can definitely get back to something um, close to what we saw earlier in the preparation um, today. I want to tell a bit of the history of these horses later. His is the most his his is the most interesting because he sold for a bit of money and then he was sold for a cheap... He w went through Gavel House for less than 10 grand and then he, he was desperately unlucky when they started him and then they got big offers to go to Lindsay Park. So it's a really fascinating story about, you know, the, the backstory to Mr Brightside. So that's uh, number three, race nine, three, eight dollars. What about the Brisbane race today? Well, I was keen to tip this um, Emperor of Maddie Dunn's, but it's scratch. So it's kind of... I. Yeah, I'm pretty nervous with how the track's going to play today. Not nervous, but i just got to wait and see before I really have a go at something. But uh, race eight kind of narrowed it down to two chances, being Preach and National Choice. Um, I'm just going to side with Preach because I think uh, she, it was 28 days she runs the other day and it did a very good job over the 1,400 at Eagle Farm. So I think with a better setup today, 21 days between runs, back to 13.50 around Doom and a drying track late in the day. I think she should be able to cross national choice and just own the lead and be very hard to run down. National choice wasn't too bad the other day at Eagle Farm in a class six over 1,200. 
Obviously, he's got the form around um, Antino last preparation. I just think he might be one run off. Um, and if CJ can kind of own the speed and kick at the right time, I think she just might be able to out-sprint national choice. I think release of beans has been up a long time. He wasn't a bad run the other day. He got shuffled back. He got on the back of Ned's gully, who he just kept restraining. Release of beans just got too far out of the race. But he's just been up a long time now. And um, our Magnus, I think, is coming out of a pretty poor sectional race. So pretty keen to play like preach and maybe save on national choice in race eight there today at Doombin. So Tom Jack, Doombin, race eight, three preachers, $2.80, and one national choice is $4.80, but it's $1.65 the place. So race eight, three, and also the one. Uh, of course, second leg of the quadrilla as well. But thanks for joining us, Tom. We'll talk to you next week. Good luck today. Great. Thanks, Steve. Yeah, Tom Henjack, of course, from the MacBet uh, team, a premium selections service.